I'm Keeler Bryson. Welcome to Teachable Life Moments with Keeler Bryson Podcast. I believe life is a gift and that it should be lived authentically, abundantly, and with appreciation. Life is challenging. Life is stressful. Life is confusing. Yet in all of this, every life has purpose. Part of that purpose is to discover, master, the power within to transform challenging, stressful, and confusing moments into moments that inspire us and evolve us to life. Life where we're living in intention and in fulfillment every day. The journey to life starts right now. The purpose of my podcast is to interview thought leaders, authors, spiritual leaders, HR professionals, financial experts, relationship experts, entrepreneurs, as well as health and wellness experts that will lift you up, guide you through life's most challenging moments, and help bring you closer to living happy, healthy, and harmonious. Today is our first podcast. Yay! I am super excited about it as well. And the topic that I have chosen for today, I have thought very hard about it because I want to provide podcasts that help you navigate challenging life moments. How many of you realize that life is good? Life is... Uh, challenging at the same time. And a lot of times, if we don't know how to navigate it, we can get stuck in a place that's dark, a place that's miserable, a place that, um, that we know we need to be moving beyond. And so my intent is to help, help folks that are dealing with things privately, secretly, help you maybe, you know, to offer you a perspective on how to come on through that situation and so that you can move on and be successful and live a life that is happy, healthy, and harmonious. So the topic that I am going to discuss today is how to move on and start a new chapter in your life. And this chapter, when we think about that topic, moving on, depending on the circumstances around moving on, depending on whether it was voluntary or involuntary, it will determine whether or not it's easy for us to move on or not. I have found that when a when we move on into a new chapter, if, if it was voluntary, it tends to be easy to move on into the next chapter. I have found that when it is an involuntary move or moving on, that's when the problem and the trouble comes. And so this topic is basically tuning in and focusing in on when it's an involuntary move on to the next chapter. So there's a quote that says, life is like a book. Some chapters are sad, some are happy, and some are exciting. But if you never turn the page, you will never know 
what the next chapter has in store for you. Now, I know that when you consider that quote and, and, and compare it to life, you know, you think people will be happy and excited to turn the next chapter. I mean, if, and think about when you've read a book. You didn't want to just stay in one chapter the whole time. You did not buy that book, invest in that book just to keep reading chapter one over and over and over, knowing that this book has, you know, 20 chapters. Don't you want to see what the end is going to be? Don't you want to see how it all worked out for the good? And so that's how life is. We don't want to get stuck in chapter one when we have a book with several chapters. I've learned that each chapter always has something new, exciting, something to learn, something to gain. And so we want to live life like that. We want to be able to move to the next chapter so that we can, uh, because doing so helps us to live our best life. It helps us to grow and to develop and access the blessings that God has for us. Um, <clears throat> have you ever found it challenging to turn the page over in your life circumstance? I have found it to be challenging when it was involuntary, <laughs> when life just kind of swooped in, took over my life without my permission and just started taking over, making decisions and, you know, that I did not agree to. I did not agree to those terms and conditions life. However, I was left with the assignment of navigating and figuring out how to get out of it and move past it so that I can uh, make it to the next chapter where I was able to settle down and in the end find myself being thankful and grateful that it all happened because it all worked out for my good. You know, if you've lived long enough, you have had to endure some major endings in your life. And some are good, some not so good. These endings may have occurred like when you changed jobs or careers, or you ended a relationship, or maybe you had to relocate to a different place, leaving, you know, friends and family. Whatever the circumstances were, you had to say goodbye, didn't you? You had to say goodbye to the old. You had to say goodbye to the familiar way of being. And when we find ourselves having to say goodbye, it's we feel it's so sentimental. You know, we feel anxious at the same time about the unknown in the new chapter. I mean, it's just we're just like a ball of emotions, like we're sad, we're crying, we're afraid. And then at the same time, there is a little bit of excitement there, too. There could be a little bit of a relief, because sometimes if we find ourselves in a chapter that you know, that wasn't so good, we probably a little bit excited about it being over. And so we're just a ball of emotions. Just know that that's normal. Some people get all bent out of shape thinking that I must not be a strong person or I must not, you know, be like this person. They just went through it and they didn't have any complications. You are you, so be you. And know that if you're feeling all of these emotional, these emotions about letting go of the old and that which is familiar, because, hey, the familiar is comfortable. Yes, it is. 
we get so comfortable with the familiar because we know the familiar. We know all the ins and outs and the shortcuts. And um, we know how to work it to the point that we're successful in working that challenge. You know, <clears throat> many of us find it difficult to move on because of an inability to let go of the way things were. We just don't want to let go. It was so wonderful. I'm in my comfort zone. And when you don't want to let go of something, what is it that what is it that we're trying to hold on to? Those old habits and patterns and old relationships. But we don't realize that if we don't let go, we're not going to grow. And quite honestly, there are some things that we need to let go because it's draining our energy. It's blocking us from receiving the blessings that await us. You know, do you realize that there is another version of you in the next chapter? Do you realize there is a higher version of you in the next chapter? Do you realize there is a more prosperous, healthy version of you in the next chapter? Yeah. So therefore, it's time to let go and move on so that we can see what the end is going to be. Listen to this. There will come a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. You know, so many times we get set and comfortable in our current chapter and we think that, well, um, I am set. I am happy the way things are and everything is finished. I finished college, got my undergrad, I got my master's, I got married, I got my children, got my house. I'm set. I'm good. Hey, <laughs> truth be told, this is just the beginning. Now, when we are navigating through moving on and going into that new chapter, We've got to realize that that requires change. And we've got to realize that life is full of change. And therefore, we've got to really, really, really receive that. Because some people act like they think things are supposed to stay the same forever. And that's not true. There is a concept called the wheel of life. Life is like a wheel. And in this wheel, there are four cycles in the wheel of life. The first cycle is the cycle of life. And we know that anything that where there is life, there is just um, the ability to grow, the ability, the ability to evolve. It's good to have life. The next cycle is the death cycle. This is the cycle where no one wants to uh, experience. No one wants to go through the death cycle. The death cycle could be representative of the old you dying so that the new you can be reborn and brought forth. The death cycle could be the, an example of maybe a person that's an alcoholic or a drug addict. They will go through the death cycle of that person or that version of them dying. And then after that version of them dies, then there's a rebirth of the new, higher, best version of themselves. 
And then after we go through a rebirth stage, sometimes a rebirthing stage can be we have a shift in our consciousness. We have a shift in our belief system. And there's like a rebirthing of ourselves. We went through that death phase where there was a death to an old mindset, death to an old belief system. And now we're in a rebirthing cycle. And then the final cycle is suffering. And when you look around at your life, when you look around at your friends and people you know, you can pretty much put those friends and family members into one of these four cycles. Because we all go through symbolically, metaphorically, these four uh, cycles, which is the wheel of life. So when you consider the will of life, it's evident that change is inevitable. At some point in life, we are moving into and coming out of one of these four cycles. And since we know that change is inevitable, we have got to make sure that we adapt that mindset and that understanding because if we want to have prosperity and if we want to experience authentic joy, we have to be able to adapt to the wheel of life, which is change. And one of the things that I have learned to do to help me through those involuntary chapter change is to learn how to live unattached. And by that, I mean live in a way that if I lose something or if life takes an involuntary chapter change, where it shifts me in a way that I am not happy about or in a way that I don't understand or a way that I perceive is a setback, I've learned to be um, open. I've learned to not let it destroy me or cause me to lose my mind because something has changed or taken away. I live unattached because if we live a life where we're attached, it is a major pain point when things change that we didn't give permission to change. And so I live unattached where whatever happens, I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that I will and I can bounce back. I realize that it's all working together for my good. And um, I've come to, to stand in that. I've come to realize that that is my truth, to live unattached. A lot of suffering exists because we are so super attached to things. We've got to realize that our life does not belong to us. It's already prepared and planned. And as a result, we've got to learn how to let go and go with the flow that's been a design. Otherwise, <clears throat> we will be in a constant state of resisting change. And when we're resisting change, it only hurts us and it interrupts the flow of abundance into our life. You know, I heard a preacher say once that usually when God is getting ready to take us to a higher level, we typically go kicking and screaming because it hurts and it doesn't feel good at first. And we have trouble accepting the change because we truly haven't, you know, brought ourselves to, to um, live knowing that our life doesn't belong to us, that life, our life has a flow to it. It has a process and a, 
already assigned to it. And life is taking that form. It's in motion. It's uh, evolving to the place that um, God designed for us. And so we have to be open to allowing new dynamics and influences to create shifts in our life so that we can continue to evolve and grow. There is nothing worse than seeing people who have not grown, people who have not expanded their thinking, people who have not evolved. They're just, every time you see them, you can pretty much predict what they're gonna say. You can predict where they're gonna be, what they're gonna be doing, because they are not evolving. They're not growing and it's just, we were built for so much more capacity than uh, sometimes we allow life to bless us with. We should be evolving and growing. And I'm the type of person, if you're going to be around me, you've got to be growing. You've got to be evolving. You know, otherwise you're not taking full advantage of life. And <clears throat> as we move on and as we enter our new chapter, you know, we want to let go of some things, but there are some things that we should hold on to. <clears throat> we don't want to let go of everything. You want to know what those things are that we should hold on to? Gems of the past. Because everything that happens in our past, it wasn't all completely a loss. There are some things that were valuable gems. You know, there were loving memories. And there were some important life lessons. No matter how bad a chapter ending was, there is always some good life lessons that you learn that you can take with you, that you can share with others and that you can use in your next level. <clears throat> there will always be loving memories. Those are the things that you want to hold on to. But everything else, let it go. And we're going to talk about some of those things that we need to let go in these next few steps. So we talked about involuntary chapter changes. We've talked about, you know, how to let go. We've talked about uh, the fact that there will be chapter changes. We've talked about how anxious you will feel in letting go and entering into the unknown We've talked about how sentimental it can be. We've talked about how, you know, we get so comfortable in that comfort zone. And as a result, we're not growing when we get too comfortable. We get comfortable with mediocrity. We don't keep ourselves innovative. We don't keep ourselves marketable. And in this world, you got to keep all of that up if you're going to be successful and you're going to succeed because the world is changing and you don't want to be left behind. So now that we've talked about that, how do you move forward? How do you enter and start that new chapter? A lot of times people will tell you what you need to do, but they don't tell you how. They don't give you step-by-step how methods of how to do that. So the first step is leave the pain of the past. Leave it. Leave the pain of the past. L-E-A-V-E. Whether you're leaving a job, you know, a city, a relationship, you want to leave with a sense of love and gratitude. You know, it may be hard, especially if you're like having an involuntary uh, job change or career change, you can feel betrayed. You probably feel angry. You probably feel 
single out and attacked, and some people may even feel discriminated against. And as a result of those emotions and feelings, those grudges will pop up. Bitterness and pain will pop up. These are the things you need to leave in the past. Because if you don't, it's going to set up toxicity in you. And we know that there has been proven that negative emotions can set up toxicity in the human body, creating disease. So you don't want to take this with you. You want to let this pain go and realize that you can reframe your experience. You know, you can reframe your experience because you can chalk it all up to, well, it was a learning process. If anything, if nothing else, I learned something from it. You want to let go of any grudges and bitterness and let go of the pain because if you don't, you're not going to be able to travel lightly in your next upcoming chapter. There's a song that Erica Badu sings about. It's called Bag Lady. And it talks about how you're going to hurt yourself and you can't hardly, she can't, the bag lady can't hardly move around and go fast because she's got all of these bags with her. And we know that if you carry a bunch of trash around you in the natural, after a while, you're going to start to stink and people are not going to want to be around you and they're going to hate to see you come. And when they do see you come, they're going to go the other way because they don't want to smell you. That is what it's like when we don't leave the pain of the past behind. Every time people talk to you, they can tell you're still stuck in that, in that space because you're still angry, you're still bitter, and that's all you talk about. Leave the pain of the past. Number two, hold on to the wisdom. Every single experience that has happened to you, was it happened for a reason. And whether we realize it or believe it, God's plan, uh, God had a plan for our evolution. It happened and it's all a part of the bigger plan. As I said, we've got to be um, in tune to the deeper meaning of why certain things are happening to us because there's always a deeper meaning, a bigger purpose, a bigger picture that's happening behind the scene. So whether it's good or bad, God is not going to let whatever happened go to waste. You know, this is a time to write down in your journal and talk or talk to someone that you trust about the issue that you're going through. Journaling is a good thing to do because I have found that when I journal, I usually find my answers in my writing or it allows me an opportunity to even go back and look at just how far I have matured and grown and how my mindset has changed and developed. But you may be saying, okay, I got my journal out. What do I need to be writing in my journal? Here are some questions and things that you can uh, write about. Ask yourself, what did I learn by going through this phase in my life? How did it change me as a person? What accomplishments am I proud of? And what are some things I can change or do better the next time? Because you want to make sure step number two is like a debriefing. You want to figure out what worked, why it worked, what didn't work, and why it didn't work. This is a debriefing because when you go into this next chapter, you don't want to make any mistakes or the same mistake. And you want to use what worked in a previous chapter to see if it will also work in the next chapter. Number three, reconnect with your vision and set some new goals. Now, after you've turned the page and entered this new chapter, you want to direct your attention on filling out the pages of your new chapter. And this is a time to uh, go to your core of who you are. 
you want to go back and assess your values and the vision for your life. Because sometimes we get so caught up in trying to help and serve, we end up not paying attention to our core values. And sometimes in some environments, we have surrendered our core values and beliefs just to fit in in an environment that we are currently faced with. So get back to the core of you. Reconnect. What are your desires? What do you want? What do you believe? What do you value? You. And this is a time to become aware of knowledge of self. There are a lot of people walking around. They don't have any self-knowledge. And if you don't have any self-knowledge, the world will tell you who you are and have you acting out that role and you will walk around feeling unfulfilled. You will feel like, you know, you're just going through life existing. But this step three is a chance for you to write down what you want, write down your goals. It's a time for you to get excited about the brand new opportunity to start over. Do you realize the blessing of what is the blessing of starting over? I've known people who've had an involuntary chapter change. They that's when they got into uh, uh, working in their talent and their skill and their gifting. They went and started businesses, not just a business, but a successful business. They were able to operate in their true sales because they didn't have to, um, they felt more free because they weren't feeling like they were going into environments where they had to be shackled up or where they couldn't take their entire sales into that environment because there were rules and regulations and there was an unspoken culture. They felt free. And when you see them, their whole countenance is just glowing and gleaming and shining because they're free. They're back to their core. Number four, explore new circumstances. Explore your new circumstances. So we know that when you enter anything new, you're basically in new territory. And when you enter a new territory, you've got to proceed with caution and you've got to do your diligence on getting to know who and what you are dealing with in this next chapter. You know, you want to do your research. You want to find out, you know, who are the key decision makers. You want to find out what the culture is like. You want to find out, you know, what is the morale. You want to find, you, these are things that you want to research before establishing new relationships or committing to any task. Sometimes when we've had a chapter change, we quickly trying to look for something to connect with so that we can feel valued. Because some people, they feel like if they don't have anything to do, they don't feel valued. But be careful doing it. Sit down, take time to nurture yourself, get to your core, you know, figure out what you want to do, figure out what you don't want to do so that you don't find yourself in a situation that you know you shouldn't be in. You know it's not healthy for you to grow and to develop because there are some environments that will snuff out your ability to be great. They will snuff out your ability to utilize your gift. They will snuff out your ability to manifest your goals that you have. And you don't want to be in anything that's going to snuff your, out your visions and prevent you from manifesting your goals. Now, if you're in a place where you are trying to overcome feelings of sadness and you're struggling to adjust with your present reality because it's not uncommon to feel that way when you're experiencing an involuntary chapter change, be kind to yourself. I know it's not easy, but just know that you are going to be better on the other side of this. Loosen your grip on the pad and just know that something exciting is awaiting you, but you've got to open yourself up to it. You know, 
in the natural, a snake sheds its skin, even birds, they lose their feathers. I've seen bird feathers out in the uh, on the ground before. They're shedding. You know why? They are making preparations for a new layer of growth. And that's what life is calling us to, to shed so that we can grow, become more prosperous, and we can enter that next phase of our lives. Now, there is something that I want you to remember so that you will know that when things happen to you, just know, remember the law of compensation. The law of compensation says that when one thing departs your life, another always enters. Now, your state of mind will determine its nature and whether it is beneficial or detrimental. So how you think will determine how beneficial the replacement is that comes in to replace what was taken. So think positive and continue to have a growth mindset because you want good to come, not something worse than what you had. So for homework, here are two questions, more questions to uh, assess as you are journaling. What has made it difficult for you to move on from one from your circumstances of the past? You know, you've had involuntary chapter changes in the past. What made it difficult for you to move on? Number two, what's the biggest lesson you have learned when it comes to how to move on and start a new chapter in your life? All right. This is Keeler Bryson, and you've been listening to the Teachable Life Moments with Keeler Bryson podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet done so, go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this podcast. And join me next week for another Teachable Life Moment. And thank you for listening.